In terms of investment, I just think you should ask your mom what she thinks. Oh yeah, th- yeah, that goes. Yeah, that helps. That's the reason why you're all <laughs> fucked up in the first place. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, you back again we are back again welcome to the surrounded by idiots radio podcast this is where we give you news notes information and we talk about research and all sorts of fun stuff to help you rise above the unwashed masses and live life on your own terms i am tony dufresne one of your hosts the other host on the other side of this is lexi rodriguez hey lex what's up how are you doing well and this will be the inaugural first video posting i was going to do it last week Actually, the week uh, week before that, last week we ran a best of because we couldn't get our shit together. So the week before... Um, I'm drowning literally in opportunities and knowledge right now, but I'm still drowning in it. So give me a fucking break. Oh, man. Really? Do you want to go there already? It's the show's just <laughs> I'm starting. I'm just saying. I'm it's back. Just we're back. Starting. I feel good, and we're here for everyone. Oh, At least Lord. we're here now. I, I, I'm going to feel a, a slight level of success or fulfillment if I can get through this show uh, looking at that shirt the whole time. So I know. So wait, really quick. This is a locals only shirt, and it's one of my homies in Arizona's brand. So I had okay. to support even down in not so sunny San Diego because we're in June gloom right now, and I'm literally depressed. That's I'm why. Really I, that's why I moved away. And for those of you in different countries, June gloom is every single late May to mid July in Southern California, where it's just cloudy all day. This Arizona girl all needs day. some fucking sun. This week we are going to talk about the three things you must have for a successful relationship or a successful career. And we like to call it the VIP method and you'll see why. So, three things you have to have. You have you absolutely have to have these three things in order for your relationship to be successful or for a career to be successful, or you just stay at one particular job. And you know what's really cool about this topic is having a lot of people will choose one. Like they'll have a great career and they'll focus, they'll put everything they have into it. They'll be aware of everything they need to be aware of and they'll just nail this career, they'll nail their um, new job, whatever it is. But then they're always like stuck wondering why can't I land a date? Why are my relationships crumbling? You know, what's going on? And then there's the opposite. There's people that are just like the best at dating. They like meet the coolest people, blah, 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 but they can't keep a job or they're just unhappy with the job. And I think that it is possible to have both. So um, we're going to touch on that because these three things, mine and Tony's are a little different, but same concept. These three things, if you have them, you can land both at the same time and you can just kind of be aware where you need to work um, out the kinks, whether it's your career or in your relationship. It's all a, it's all a puzzle piece that that we're going to help you put together. It is. And if you the thing is, is if you narrow down and if you consciously keep in the front of your head consciously and be aware of these three factors, when you go into a relationship, when you start to date somebody, when you go into a new job, when you go to a job interview, if you can just remember these things, these three concepts, then you will remain consistent and you will not veer off into a particular direction that you don't want to go and find yourself in a shitty place. So I, I wrote a lot of show notes on this particular uh, topic, so I'm going to kind of briefly 
kind of go through those and we'll go back and forth, all right? So I want to say, in order for a relationship to be successful in the long run, or for you to excel at your job, these three characteristics must line up with the other person or with the company that you're working at. Now, these three things are the foundation on which your reality is played out. They're essentially who you are, what you believe, and how you believe the world should be. Now, I call this, we call this the VIP method, and you'll see why. And if you use this method of evaluation for your relationships and your job, you will always be aware of where you stand and the direction in which your life is going. It's like a life GPS is what I like to call it. It's where you not only know, you not only have the ability to see where you're at right now, but you also are able to make adjustments. uh, So if you're going the wrong direction, you can determine whether or not, whether or not, you know, you're heading in the right, in the right path. I love the, I love that you say that because a lot of it has to do with the way you feel. And if you have these in your pocket, you always know that you should feel this way about life in general, but you know, most importantly, and toning in on that career and your relationship. So if there is something that doesn't feel right about maybe one of these um, little gems, then, then that's how you know. And then there you go. You sit down, you evaluate, bada bing, bada boom. So um, we it, just want to give you our gems. Basically. That, that's exactly right. And then, so the first, so the first one is the V of the VIP. VIP, uh, as, as you will find out, is stands for something. Uh, and it, the first one, it's values. And values, how we're going to talk about values here are principles or standards of behavior, uh, one's judgment of what's important to you in your life, other words that people use are like ethics or morals. Values are the building blocks on which you create the foundation of you, capital Y-O-U. You use your selected value group or your core values to determine what is right and what's wrong, not only in your own head, but in how everybody else is. It's sort of your guiding light. Now, the values you choose as your core values are the most important to you. They will shape both your perceptions of you as well as the world that surrounds you. They act as the guiding force that shapes your behavior. Unfortunately, though, you still have the ego and its crappy negative programs that tend to jump in the way of your value message, resulting in situations that, you know, your behavior doesn't match your your value. You've had that before. I mean, you know, if you get stressed, you get pissed, or if your ego takes over, if you're insecure or, ins- or sensitive. Well, what it does, it just confuses you. The ego purposely confuses you, and it kind of makes you change perspectives in, a, in kind of a negative way to the to the point where it makes you start questioning your initial values and that's what that's exactly what it does so close to your heart so you know pay attention to that as well and we're not going to go really into the ego's influence and stuff because we talked about the ego before and that's really not about that bitch all well that's because it blows and uh (laughs) i mean my whole book is full of the ego bullshit so i i want to give an example of a person's values. I mean, there's a whole list that you can find. I mean, if you go online and you, and you just, uh, a list of values, you can find a ton of them, but there'd be stuff like kindness and achievement and character and generosity and honesty and integrity and accountability and respect and responsibility. I would suggest going to values.com because values.com is a, is a great resource. And actually you've probably seen their commercials or heard them on the radio. Uh, they're really great. And uh, they they have a, a really, really good list of some basic core values that you can take a look at and kind of get an idea of what resonates with you and maybe what you might have as your foundation. Okay. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So as an exercise for for this value thing, and if you don't really know, most people, they really don't know. If you say, what are your three or four or five core values? And they'll just kind of him and haw about it. And maybe yeah, come up, come up with stuff at the top of their head. Writ- right. They don't have it written down, no. which you should write it down. But 
But I think that it's really cool and it's beautiful if I talk to someone and ask them this question and they can come up with it on the top of their head. Because you know what values are as well? Values are how you decide when you meet another person, whether you want to work with them professionally or whether you want to build a relationship with them. So you're building. Like build is a huge word when it comes to values. You, you're paying attention to n- not only what you um, see in yourself and what bar you set for yourself, but you're also paying attention to when you meet this person, do they have the values that you want in a partner? And when I say partner, I mean business partner. I mean love partner. I mean all of that. So once you get um, honed in on your values, you're going to be able, because they're not going to, someone else's values isn't going to be the same as yours, but also your values for someone else doesn't have to be the same as your values for yourself because we're all different people. But there's a general area where you want them to stay involved. Exactly. And it's it's almost, it's almost like an overlap. I like to call it an overlap yeah. in regards from relationship. Now, the, the but the key is in all of that, which I agree with, the key in all of that is first, you have to know what yours is. And I, and I, and I would suggest doing something really, really simple and it'll take you five minutes. And it's just go to values.com, take a look at the, at at the list and then see which ones kind of resonate in your head, write them down and then kind of start building your list from there. And what happens is instinctively we as humans like to prioritize things and it's more of a survival thing than anything. We prioritize based on risk and reward. And you're going to do the same thing with your values, too. And certain things are going to kind of jump out. What I would suggest is pick out three to five. Three to five that really ring in your ear. Not the ones that you aspire to, like 100% honesty or some something like that. But something that really, if you take all the ego stuff out of it, this is really who you are. Uh, and, I'll give you totally. an ex- and I'll give you an example. So for all you video uh, watchers out there. This is my list, and I think you, I think it's backwards, or I mean, you know, flip flop. No, because not. it looks good. I think. Can can you see it? Okay, well, to so me it does. okay, well, well, good. I hope that works then. So for me, this is mine. Just as an example, this is mine. So my in the middle of mine, which is my priority one, is gratitude. It just is, you know. That's just that's just how. And then so I also have helping others and responsibility and accountability and making a difference and purpose. Now it was kind of tough to narrow down and those aren't exactly the only ones that I have. I also like kindness and character and courage and creativity and honesty and Did you get you know, those from the website? I did. Yeah. And so just to kind of get a well I've I've had this I've had mine for a while, but but I put them in the context of what the what the values said on the on the website. Mine were um, worded a little bit differently over the years. But yeah. if you have something like this, then you're able to have in the front of your mind exactly kind of where what your default position is so if you get in a stressful position or if you get in a situation to where you have a disagreement or an argument or something that throws you off a little bit then instead of going batshit crazy or getting pissed off because somebody's being a total tool then you can fall back onto your whole thing about okay hold on a second i'm you know uh Maybe I, you know, I'm grateful to be here. Or I'm grateful that I have had the opportunity to interact with this person, or and and I'm going to be responsible for my own actions. I'm going to make a difference, and maybe if I chill and not go nuts because this other person is, maybe I can help the situation out. So, with all those in the front of your mind, it helps instead of you going nuts and uh, reacting to another person. So that's why I think that's a right. good exercise to do. You know what? Another exercise is. 
I think if you're questioning what your values are and kind of who you want to be as a person and what values you want to exude to other people, to potential mates and to potential employers slash business partners is like, who does your mom think you are? Like the way your mom talks about you when she says, oh, Alexis, you know, she's giving, (laughs) she's got passion, she works really hard. Like those are the values and the standards you want to live up to the things that your mom says about you or your parents or the people that love you the most, whatever. The way that the way that they describe you when you're at your best is I think the values you should hold really tight to yourself because those they've seen it in you and those are the things you should um, continue to try to live up to, you know? If you have a supportive family or a supportive parent, then yeah, I mean, some parents will, will, your, you know, yeah, your, your value is a big I'm piece of shit. So and that's, that's probably not the best place to no, go. No, but I'm just saying but the it people would be that you care about the most and the people that, I guess, if we're using value, this, you know, this whole show, the people that you value the most, that you value their opinion the most, the way that they think of you at your best. That's just that's your ballpark. Yeah, I think that's. that's I, I think that. Live. Yeah, I think that really shows who your true self is. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Now, I, I do want to bring up something about interests because the issue with relationships and a job it comes down to value compatibility, like we just said. Even if you're in a situation where you're with someone that shares a ton of similar interests, all the way down to your flavor of toothpaste or your appreciation for Wes Anderson movies, it won't last. It won't. You could have every interest in the book, similar interest in the book. If you don't share a similar value core, uh, then it ain't going to work. I mean, if oh, it, sure. it's like if I'm a, 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 an example I wanted to bring up was if, if I'm volunteering with a, an organization like I do and I'm doing it because I like helping people and I like making a difference because those are, you know, and I'm grateful for, for the opportunities that I've had and I want to help other people out. But I'm with a girl that's volunteering with me and she's doing it to network for business contacts. Totally. That's not going to work. Right. Not going to work because I'm, because I'm going to start to generate this level of contempt because to me, somebody doing that is bullshit. Yeah. But that's, you know, but that's me and that's my world. And those, right. and and those are my like, values. If I find a guy that I'm really into and he happens to be from Boston and like the Red Sox and my dad grew up in the Bronx and he's a Yankee fan, it's just not going to fucking work because <laughs> it's just not, <laughs> you know? Well, I, I think, like, I think when it comes out of Yankees, yeah, Yankees, Red Sox, that's a whole unique situation in and of itself, isn't it? No, but you know, interests yeah. and stuff like that. I think you, I love that you brought interests up because that is such a good point. I mean, it's cool to have balance and to have someone that's going to teach you new things, but you have to be able to have a passionate conversation about something that you're into, whether it's sports or books or, you know, just dance or music or whatever it is. And, and there will be things that you can find with someone, obviously, if they're the right person. It's, you're never going to be completely opposite. If you're completely opposite, you're doing that on your own to sabotage what you don't want, yeah, basically. That's exact, yeah, but yeah. I think that, um, you know, you, it's fun to have like that passionate, um, similar interest because with that, you could be friends. I could be friends with a fucking 90-year-old dude if he wants to talk about baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that just really brings people together. That brings up a really, really good point in a way you can discern interest. I mean, you could be a Yankees and a Sox fan and be together, which I have actually I've actually known couples who are Yankees and Sox. I mean, 
dyed to the wool, you know, buried in a Yankee jersey or a Red Sox jersey type of a person. And yeah. they have a great relationship because they have a shared interest in the passion of baseball. And they also have similar core values. So if if a, an argument about the Sox and the Yankees start to happen because, you know, they're going back and forth and, and, and there's an issue there watching the game. It's not gonna. It's not going to dovetail into some tragic dumpster fire of a fight because if you share the same core values, you won't let each other totally. go that route. Because it's not. It just doesn't become more important than the values. Right, and it could be really hot to like put a bet on the line and then go home and just like knock boots because. You know, yeah, well, I that's get to a tie you up because right, right. my team won. You know, it's fun. It's playful, whatever. Well, whoever wins, you're, you're all getting a piece of ass, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter, you know. Totally. The, the last thing I wanted to say about that was in terms of a job, uh, it's like a great example of a job and, and a value incompatibility is if you work for a pharmaceutical company and you have you really believe in this drug and you're selling this, this drug that uh, does wonders and helps people out a lot, yet your pharmaceutical company is only worried about the bottom line. Oh, and sure. if they're and if they're all about money, but you're all about you know wanting everybody to have this medication, but they don't care and they're charging uh, ten thousand dollars a pill, then you're not going to be able to work there for very long. I mean that fatty paycheck is only going to go so far until you start to have a thing called cognitive dissonance where your brain is going to fight itself. And I love that. And it's and it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And you're going to and, and that's cool. And that's where stress comes out, and that's where. All sorts of uh, physical maladies come out because that energy that you're trying to keep inside, you're trying to reconcile within yourself and rationalize, it has to come out. And you know what? Growing up and um, going deeper into the workforce and creating my own businesses and working with just different types of people that I never thought I would even be friends with, it's interesting because... I get to see where their values truly are, and I don't expect it to be on alignment with mine at all. I do not expect that. Nobody should expect someone to be on the same page as you, no matter what. But I can pick and choose if I want to work with this person because of their values. And that feels good knowing that I have the control to pick and choose whether I want to work for this company or how long I want to work for this mm-hmm. company or and, and what I'm learning from it, you know. And I think career, career-wise, if your values don't line up, um, it's not going to work. But we've talked about this in podcasts before is like, don't just blow up your spot right there. Obviously, Yeah, no, no don't atomic out. bomb your life. Yeah, but Right, create a plan right. and figure out how to get out of that. But it's cool to be aware of that. Having mm-hmm. fucking that awareness that maybe this business owner isn't someone that you really dig that much and knowing that it will get to that point where you have to leave, but it's cool because you have the awareness, you're not going to get lost in it, and you're going to know when to pull the trigger. And it all comes down to you knowing yours. You have to know yours first. Know your values first. Do the little exercise. Know your values. So that brings us to the second part of this, which is the I and the VIP, which is intelligence. And we're going to define intelligence here as as the ability to learn or understand with, with newer trying situations. It's like skilled use of reason or the ability to apply knowledge or to think abstractly. Now, in the VIP method, intelligence means your level of awareness and your level of understanding in relation to your significant other or the company that you work for. Now, we've already done a show on uh, relationships and levels of intelligence, right? Remember that show? Yeah. Which concludes along the same lines as what we're going to say here. And basically, you don't necessarily 
have to have the same level or the level of the same type of intelligence. Remember, there's like nine different types of intelligence. Oh, yeah. But, but, and here's the big but, both of you have to have your intelligent tanks at the same level. So yeah. if, if one person is like book smart, right? So you're like intelligent, but the other person is really emotionally intelligent. You guys have to be pretty close to being the same in terms of your level, your level of awareness in your, right. in your selected intelligences in order to make things, or you have to in be order to open make things to work. Learning. And I think that's a big thing with intelligence. And we did talk about this in that series was. And it's so cool to me. Like, that's like where I get excited talking about all the different types of intelligence people have and hold and were born with and created as they went on through life. But um, being being stoked to learn how to maybe be more book smart, book smart and logical. And then the other person needs to be excited to maybe like do some crazy shit once in a while and really react off of emotion and passion. If you're open to learning, then that could literally make you so much better than who you were if you never met this person. So don't count it out. It's not always going to work out because like we're, we're saying is like, you have to be on the same page. You have to, your intelligence tank has to be fueled with, um, you know, fire and passion and wanting to. It's got to be at the same level. It has to be. You can't yeah. be. You can't be a total moron, just a total moron in all levels of intelligence, and be with somebody that is highly intelligent in another in another level. You can't right. do it now. I, just you, like you can't work in a company with people running it that are complete morons, it, or right. you're like, why am I not running this? Why yeah, am I exactly. not? starting my own business. That's funny because that I, could yeah, also yeah. be good because it's and it's like peace out. I'm about to start my own fucking company because you guys suck and I am can do a better job. I'm more aware of these things because of my intelligence level. And that's what and that's what happens a lot. At the, at the beginning of any work relationship, you're going to come in and you're going to need that ramp up period and you're not going to be at the level of of I call it situational intelligence or company intelligence that everybody else is at because every company runs a certain way. But when you get through all that stuff, all that basic stuff, and you get to the point where your mind starts expanding and you start being an idea guy in one or an idea girl in one way or another, and you find that everybody else really doesn't have the capacity or, they, or you are sort of lapping the field in that, yeah. there's two things that are going to happen. Either your manager is going to get uh, very defensive or very uh, weary of you uh, jumping above him or her. And or uh, or they're going to be very open minded and they're going to see you as a huge asset to the company. Now, the ha- asset to the company is great because then you have a chance to move up. It's almost like a natural flow. It's called creative tension. Creative. T- it's like a rubber band. Right. And so you set this uh, end point and it just kind of create kind of brings you up and accelerates you up into it. But the other way happens a lot, too, is when is because people are so defensive and they're so in, and they're so in, and they're so insecure, and you get, and especially I got to tell you this happens a lot with millennials because millennials are coming into the workforce, and you guys are much more aware. You are much more self aware, and uh, you are much more grounded in basic concepts like purpose and meaning yeah. and and shared experience and stuff. That it's freaking out the Gen Xers and the Baby Boomers, and that happens a lot in that hierarchy of business. Right. So, I mean, it's it's one or the other, it's going to happen. And, and when, if you want to, um, kind of refer that to relationships, it's the same thing as if it's really cool to, it's cool, but it's also a little bit scary when you 
date someone, it's awesome, it's going good, and you feel like you've kind of nailed it. You're like, yeah, this is my type of person. I've nailed it. I'm really happy. You know, great soul, whatever. But then you learn that maybe you're continuing to grow and that person isn't and and it's not a bad thing but you're learning that you got to keep going it's like you're leaving a job you know this is why these things go hand in hand Mm -hmm. so then you keep going and it can't be it's not an amazing feeling to go through a breakup but it is if it's like not it's not anything harsh but it's like you just you deserve better and not saying this person can't give you that but you can give what you need to yourself until you find that the next person to share it with. So it's like with mm-hmm. the job. If this job isn't giving you everything you need and you're not learning everything that you want to be learning as an evolving human, then you got to find another job. And I think that some people get scared in these situations and this is where the red flags come up. Whether it's a relationship or a career, it's hard to really rip that band-aid because that that's mm-hmm. stability. Well, that's where yeah. you're and it, well, and also there's a social stigma of people bouncing around too. And it's, and it keeps people, it keeps people driving in their tent stakes even more and more deeper instead of, uh, pulling them up and just, and leaving Dodge and getting yeah. out of there and starting something else. But, the, but that's a very good point. And I think a point that needs to be made. All of these things that, and then the third one we're going to talk about, they're all fluid. They're all, it's a constant fluid inventory check of yourself day to day, hour to hour in regards to where you're at because, Things don't stay the same as much as people want them to. They don't stay the same. So being open to those changes and not you, not that you're like changing completely, but these things are changing and you're sticking with your core values and you're sticking with these gems, but you're changing with yourself, you know, like you still are who you are, but you're, change, you're changing your plan because you're evolving. And I guess I could use the word evolving as opposed to change because change kind of sounds a little well, drastic. Well, change comes from evolving. evolving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it, it's, a, it's just a result of. But that's, but, and that's what happens. And it's really important that you take that into consideration. There's one exercise that I'm going to throw out there that you, can, that you can do if you want. You can take a look at the nine types of intelligence and I'll post the graph um, in the link uh, to get an idea of what your areas of strength are. And then, yeah, because millennials love graphs. Oh, they <laughs> infographs, man. You got to love those things. Then, when you're, when you're dating, uh, ask questions and listen closely. You have to ask and listen. That's, that's why listening is so important. Listen closely to how the person processes the world around them and is able to follow you in your discussions or how well they can form an opinion on their own. Now, as far as the job goes, you may not have as much of a choice when it comes to entry level stuff, because obviously entry level stuff, it's kind of like a, you know, the only per, you know, it's, uh, I, I got to get in national rent a cars hiring and, uh, they're going to give me a job and I need the money and I, I want to move out, whatever, whatever. You know, so that might be something where you don't have a lot of flexibility in regards to choice at the very beginning, but you're going to learn a lot if you, if you happen to be in a terrible situation. Although, for the record, National has an amazing management training program. The situation I'm talking about is kind of after you get your feet under you in the workforce and you realize that it's not compatible for you and it's time to bounce or you or you have multiple options that have come in your way, you got to take a look at the company that you're thinking about going to. Look at their recent achievements. Take a look, you know, go onto the business journals and take a look at what they've been doing and research their upper management to see how yeah. they conduct how they conduct themselves in their interviews. This will tell you everything about a company because you know what? A company's identity is a direct reflection 
on the founder or the CEO or the upper management group and how they are every single time. It's like going into a restaurant. You go into a restaurant, you see the staff, you see the kitchen staff, you see the you see front of the house, back of the house. You know exactly how the management staff is based upon the 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 whole the feel of the of the workforce. Oh yeah, and I mean obviously managing a restaurant, that's how I operate is I try to hold myself to a certain standard because I don't want my staff to think that they can get away with shit just because I'm the manager and I think I can get away with it. We're all on the same, we're all on the same level. And I think that's why my staff respects me so much is because I treat them like they are on my level and, you know, we're all in this together. We're all making everyone feel good together in house. Um, and you're setting that tone. You set but, the tone for, for how they approach and how the oh, how customer totally. services. If you do feel like you're in a management position or you're in an upper level position with the company and you aren't learning anymore and maybe there isn't another um, position uh, either available or that you want above you because you are the type of person that's going to continue to progress because life is about continuous progression, then Hopefully. don't panic. I think that this is sometimes where people feel like they're stuck. They feel like they need to be respectful to the company and they feel like um, making a move for their own self is mm-hmm. going to hinder the business that they've been working so hard at. Um, don't, you know, you got to go with the way you feel. If you're not feeling good somewhere, you got to make some moves and it's all about you. I think, or I wrote down in my notes that sometimes we get lost in giving back because it feels good to give back and you always feel like you're going to get something back. Like whenever, I mean, I feel like I'm a good person. I give back a lot, but there are some times where I'm like, God, I've been giving back so much. Why, when is karma going to knock on my fucking door? You know, it's tough, but you got to relax in that aspect and understand that it is about progression, so don't be a dummy and just be a giver, 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 giver. Like, keep yourself on the front line of importance, but karma will come back to you whether it's fucking this month or next year if you are a good person and you're giving back the positive energy to this company. Even if you're not going to grow with that company anymore or in this relationship anymore and you're not, it's not doing you justice, you still gave what you could and, and continue to do that up until you leave mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, don't just peace out. Okay, you're not teaching me anything anymore. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, give it all you can until you can't anymore. Yeah, that's irresponsible and immature. If if you just go, you know, this is not satisfying my needs. I'm out. That's not that's not how it's supposed to work because you're, you know, you're not the center. Of the, you're the center of your own universe, but you're not the center of the universe. And if oh, you can, uh, yes, you, I am. Right. <laughs> and if you can, and if you and and if you can understand that, which most people that are listening to this show, they're going to understand that anyway. Totally. But uh, but all that being said, so I want to get to the last step. The last step in the VIP method, the th- three things that you need for a successful relationship or a successful career or job is personality, VIP, right? Values, intelligence, and personality. Now, personality in this situation is defined as your vibe or the way in which you express yourself to the outside world. Now, we did a show on personality types, remember? The Myers-Briggs, and we talked mm-hmm. about the personality quadrant, which divides people up into leaders and, or supporters or analysts or promoters. And then the Myers-Briggs talks about something near and dear to your heart, extroverts versus introverts, intuitive versus sensing, thinking versus feeling, and judging versus perceiving. So with all of that that Tony's just saying, it's you could literally have any type of personality and be successful. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, because it's it, it's not about the personality, that, unless you're a 
douche. But that's but that's not being your true self anyway. That's having your ego programs run you for who you are, right? So as long as you are true to yourself and you're authentic and you are who you are, you can uh, you can operate. Uh, you can be very successful, whatever personality you have, whatever mixture of this. And that's why I want I want to have everybody go to the website Mass Match. M-A-S-S-M-A-T-C-H, massmatch.com. They have a whole list of the types of personalities that would be comparable with each other. And in a lot of instances that you'll see, different personality types have a tendency to do very well with each other. For instance, I'm going to give you my personality trait. Now, for me, I'm an ENTP. So I'm uh, excited by possibilities. I'm an eternal optimist. I value knowledge. I'm sociable. And I tend to take on way too many projects. That's kind of me. Now, I, I pair well with another ENTP uh, in the list, but I also work well with an INFJ, which is, if you look at it, that's almost the opposite, right, in terms of the, the traits. But that person is introverted and has a deep concern for people and is idealist and is stubborn and it can be slightly self-absorbed. But the way that it fits is almost like a puzzle piece. It doesn't have, I mean, sometimes too, you know, people with too much the same personality sort of clash a little bit oh, or, yeah. or ones that don't kind of get the other person. They, that, that won't happen. But in this circumstance, even though I'm an extrovert, I can certainly get along with an introvert if it's yeah. kind of mixed up with the right kind of stuff. Now, personality compatibility is, it's not as important as values and intelligent, but it does play a role in how couple or how a workplace environment functions during crisis situations where incompatible personalities will have a greater potential to be taken out of context. And I want to give you an example of that. Let's say the smart ass extroverted guy forgets to call a girl back and then she calls to see what the hell the deal is. And his personality leads him to some stupid story that he thinks is hilarious. Oh, you know, I hit a water buffalo and this and that. You know, instead of like addressing the situation because she was concerned that he didn't call. And he all he's trying to do is break the tension and be like a funny guy. And uh, in the process, she's just getting pissed because to her, because to her, he's not communicating that he cares about her feelings. If he's going off and doing this, all this, this song and dance on the side. Yeah, but that, okay, so this brings us back to having like kind of the same sense of humor. And I think, yeah, well, that's, yeah understanding people need to understand that other people number one aren't like them and number two can't read other people's minds you know what i mean like as much as i actually feel like i can read people's minds i fucking can't most of the time and this is where communication um sense of humor compatibility and which is personality i mean that's that's an aspect of personality a very important one too it's like You guys, I think that people have to go with the flow of who they are and understand that nothing, take nothing personal. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, people will be real surprised how happy and relaxed they are if they understand that nothing is purposely being thrown onto them because of a personal issue you know what i mean uh, uh, like, i know what you mean more than more than words can say I this think is like that, best I think case that scenario lex that could Maybe be that's... like the the nail in the hammer yeah. of this whole personality compatibility thing it's like understand that you're completely different understand they can't read your mind and understand that anything they're doing isn't something you should take personal unless they are doing it on purpose then fuck them and get them out of your life exactly because then, then that comes down to an ego thing 
Uh, I'm still hung up on your uh, nail in the hammer thing, but I'm going to get past that. Hammer and a nail in the wood? In the, in what the, is, what was nail I trying to Nail in say? the coffin. Casket? Nail in oh. the coffin. Casket. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> well, deal. I don't get that. So, oh, because you're just like shutting it forever? Yeah. Yeah, you're done. You're no, done, so you're, you're buried six feet under. I so, think I meant like nail it, like nail this concept. Okay, like, okay. Like with a hammer. Like this is me nailing the concept with my hammer. An amazing, you know. an amazing visual from Lexia Rodriguez. So <laughs> I want to, I want to end this. I want to end the show by just giving you an exercise. And and again, it's like it's like values or intelligence. You got to know. And then I want to give my wait. three must haves for okay. a fucking successful relationship or career. Okay, good. Jesus. All right. Well, then th- I thought you were. Okay, like, good. I thought you came along. I thought you were along the lines of no, this. Oh I'm shit! Not. I didn't even know that. Well, God, this should be a part one and part two then. So no, it's all good. They'll be quick. I uh, uh I I would like just like just like values and just like intelligence. You have to know where you stand. You've got to know where you stand first. So go online, take the Myers Briggs. Now it, it's not a, it's not a. Jeez, ex- so much homework for these people. It's, but it's not. But it's all you're doing is in, you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going You've on with yourself. You've already given them three websites. Hey, I'll, to I'm going to put them on. It, it, I'm telling you right now, if you guys take the time. It, it, what, where okay in terms of invest jesus christ in terms of investment i just think you should ask your mom what where, she thinks where, oh you. yeah th- yeah that goes yeah that helps that's the reason why you're all <laughs> fucked up in the first place so take the myers-briggs take a look at the compa- compatibility chart on mass match to give you an idea how what you know what the data says about your compatibilities and personalities you can ask once you know who you are you can ask your date or your significant other, if they've taken one or, and, you know, all that, and kind of see where they stand. <laughs> oh, and when it comes to the work environment, it's really important to sit back and take a look at the overriding personality of your office, which is typically set by your boss or higher ups, like we said before. Now, since you're a subordinate in the office, which I'm going to assume you're not, you know, running the, you know, president or running the company. And if you're not an entrepreneur, cause this doesn't apply to entrepreneurs, you have to, you know, tow your own line in the entrepreneurship thing. So if you're a subordinate in this scenario, you have to decide if you can work in the company's personality. If you can't, then you got to look elsewhere because it's not right. going to, it ain't going to work. And that's, right. and that's my so VIP. Hire for, I hire, I mean, in the industry, in the restaurant industry, in the entertainment industry, you hire for vibes totally. Like uh, I can read someone uh, the moment they walk into a room and sit down and shake my hand, whether they're going to have the energy I want them to have or not. But you know what I just pictured is one of our listeners going on a date, some like nerdy guy that can't get a date with all his notes. Hey, and being I, like, I said, hey, did no, you take I said nothing about. I said nothing break? about bringing no, notes. I know, nothing. but that's what I'm picturing. I'm like, oh my god, I would literally be like, go away. Anyway, all I'm saying, no, last word. All I'm saying is, if you, and this is not mansplaining, by the way. I'm just saying, if you just go through these things and figure out what the hell's going on with yourself, then you will be more open and more aware of where anybody else is at. Period. And it'll be like almost like an autopilot thing. You don't have to sit there and take notes about stuff. You'll already know because you have a basis of comparison because you know right. who you are or how you operate or what's best or for you. Or you can just listen to the next three things I'm going to tell you. Or you could do and that. It's sure. What you need to have to have a successful. Oh, we've run out of time, Lex. I'm relationship sorry. or career. <laughs> Very simple. Trust me. I don't need. To, I'm not sending you to any websites. But you need to be oh, passionate God. about your life and your career. Right, I, I'm, I'm and listening. What you're trying to do, and with passion. <laughs> 
you can get through anything with passion and a little bit hard work. That's the mystical life I live. And that's the way I feel is if you're passionate, truly, genuinely passionate about a person, about a job, about a path that you are going on, you will be fine. The next thing that goes with that is perseverance. If you don't give up, you fall down four times, get up five. You just don't give up. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. I've talked about this before. If it feels easy, if it feels comfortable, you're not doing something right. So you need to continue with that perseverance. And then the last thing it goes with Tony's intelligence is you need to have awareness. Awareness is huge. Awareness is intelligence. It's being able to know what situation you're in, how you should react in that particular situation. And also having awareness is going to lead you to making the best decisions based off of intelligence and not just emotion. So those three things, passion, perseverance, awareness, keep those in mind as you're creating your individual gems because you will create different ones than both of us. And you will. And then, and then again, for the last time, it all comes down to knowing yourself. And taking your own damn inventory. It's not my job or Lexi's job or anybody else's job to take your own inventory. Do it yourself. It's not your mom's job either. <laughs> so speaking of moms, and your mom's great. I love her. And my mom's great too. I love her too. But that's not that's not their job. Your job is to create your own self inventory and figure totally. out what the hell's going on with you. So that's the show. It went. Uh, you know, we're what forty something odd minutes. But you know, hope you enjoyed it. There's a lot of stuff in here and. I even kind of abridged what my notes were and you threw your, uh, three in sort of really abridged. And I, and I, sorry, I thought we were kind of rolling along the same lines. Uh, no, we were. Like, I, you know, I mean, usually I agree with, with like, everything you're saying except for like the last few things, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more and, and, uh, and then, and then you'll, and then you'll, you'll realize how wrong you are. Yeah, right. And then, you, you know, and we'll kind of go with that. So I think you're <laughs> underthinking the room. Well, Tony. I, I'm underthinking and you're overthinking. Reality lies <laughs> in between those two. That's points. why we're a perfect team. Yeah, and that's exactly right. I underthink. I don't give a shit about 99% of stuff and then you're, you're all over the map. So, um, that's, uh, you can listen to us on javabud.com. I'm going to have the show notes up, uh, and, um, all the links to, to the, all the links to the thousands of links that I told you to go to and the, all the tests and the homework that I told you to do that I asked you or, or, uh, are going to provide for you. And, uh, just do some squats, perk your butt up and don't let Yeah, that's it. That's exactly, that's all you need to do, basically. Listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, surrounded by idiots. Um, holler at us if you guys have any questions. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>